Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Is it time to smash the panic button about the Cincinnati Bengals offense? We'll talk about it next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Dan Schneier, and we're going to talk about some week nine waiver wire targets in a little bit. But first, Dan, I mean, I <clears throat> I don't need to really belabor the point too much. This Bengals offense looked like an absolute disaster, and I don't need to ask what's wrong with them because they're missing one of the five most dynamic wide receivers in football. Jamar Chase, obviously dealing with this hip injury, was not placed on IR, so hopefully he won't have to miss the full four games, but wasn't there on Monday night against the Browns, and this offense really couldn't get anything going. They scored 13 points in the fourth quarter, but it was all checkdowns. They couldn't do anything down the field, and that's really been the issue for this offense all season. Like Even when things were going well, they, they weren't hitting on the deep passes the way they were last season. Uh, Joe Burrow, I believe, had 10 completions of more than 50 yards last season. They haven't been nearly as effective that, as that this season. He's bottom five in percentage of his pass attempts traveling more than 15 yards down the field. They just haven't even been able to take those chances. Any reason to think it's going to get better than it was on Monday night moving forward? I think so, only because one of the issues tonight was obviously no Jamar Chase. Defenses can sch- scheme differently to take to take away your offense. But another issue was Jonah Williams, the Bengals' left tackle, on an island against Miles Garrett. And Miles Garrett showed tonight why he is viewed by many as the best pass rusher in the NFL, the premier defensive end. And I think when he's clicking, when he's playing like he is tonight, he is. And so every week, Jonah Williams won't have to go up against Miles Garrett on an island. So that is the reason for hope that they will be able to get something going. Um, but you lose a lot of explosiveness when you take a Jamar Chase out of that offense. So I think it will be somewhere in between what we saw tonight and then what we saw from those two weeks where he was kind of on a run with six touchdowns going into this game. Because I still think the Bengals have fi- have figured out that the best way to operate their offense is to put Joe Burrow in no huddle, let him use tempo, let him spread the field, let him read pre to post snap and let him get going in the passing game. Because obviously... As we saw also tonight, the Browns came in with a struggling run defense and it didn't look like it against Joe Mixon in this offensive yeah. line. There was nowhere to go. Yeah, part of the problem also is just this team has not really been able to run the ball out of shotgun, but they haven't really, you know, they're so dependent on 11 personnel. They're so dependent on, you know, Joe Burrow out of the shotgun. They haven't really been able to figure that part out of the of the offense as well. So it, it looks a little aimless and it, it was especially concerning because this was a Browns defense. I mean, yes, Miles Garrett is obviously... Uh, a freak. I think I saw on the broadcast 65 sacks in his first 75 games, which is just a ridiculous yeah. number. Uh, I think he actually added to that. Um, but this is a team that was 30th in scoring defense coming in. They didn't right. have Denzel Ward. I mean, this should have been an opportunity for the Bengals offense to get some stuff going without Jamar Chase. It's a little concerning. I don't know yeah. if it's a you know a 10 on the panic o meter, but it's a <clears throat> you know maybe a seven. Yeah, seven I mean, just because. It's been uh, there have been stretches where they've struggled this season, 
you know, even when, you know, Jamar Chase was there. So I'm a little worried about what this means moving forward. But we'll talk about that and we'll, we'll have more on the uh, Bengals offense moving forward. But for now, let's move along to the week nine waiver wire targets. And if you need running back help, it's not a good one. Uh, Caleb Huntley, probably the best running back available on waivers. He's like 23% rostered. He's been serving as the leading rusher for the Falcons. He doesn't really do anything else. Tyler Algier gets you know goal line work as well. But Huntley does have a matchup against the Chargers defense that was really bad against the run last season. They have allowed the most points per game to opposing running backs so far this season. So, you know, not a bad situation there. We know they want to run the ball. But if you need wide receivers, tell me who you like out of this group most. Rondale Moore, Joshua Palmer, or Darnell Mooney? Yeah, it's definitely Rondell Moore for me. He's first on my list this week. I love the route participation increases. I love that he's had, I think it was, I, I missed the stat now. I think it was six targets in the last, at least six, at least eight targets in his last, three of his last four games, mm-hmm. pretty sure. Is this yeah, the one outlier was that first game yes. with DeAndre Hopkins back on Thursday night where he was playing All almost soft. exclusively yeah. out wide and like Kyler Murray's five foot ten. Rondell yeah. Moore's five foot seven. That's a long distance for two short people to try to connect. So uh, Rondell Moore was running out of the slot like 80% of the time. Actually, it was like 70% of the time on Sunday, which is much more uh, like what we need to see from Rondell yes. Moore. 100%. And that's the key factor here. The defense is going to focus attention on Hopkins, and that opens up things for Rondell Moore. Yeah, this offense just it makes more sense with DeAndre Hopkins. Turns out the guy that's been one of the best wide receivers in football for the better part of a decade, still really, really good. And that's been uh, very good to see. He's a top five wide receiver for me. Rondell Moore for for week nine, I haven't quite finalized my rankings. He might be a top 24 guy. Now, look, there are six teams on by, so a lot of options missing, especially in the wide receiver two range. But, you know, Darnell Mooney's been very productive of late outside of that first game against the Saints. So I do like what we've seen from him uh, at quarterback, Justin Fields, I mean, I, I'm viewing him as pretty much a top 12 quarterback. I think he's been that each of the past four weeks. Is that where he is for you, too? 100%. They're designing runs for him, which is important. He's doing things like he did. It. He made a play against the Cowboys where he recognized pre-snap that they were going to be in man coverage and that that the routes were going to bring all the pairs receivers to the left. And so he just kind of pivoted, rolled, spun, spun back to his right and ran for 15 yards, picked up an easy first down on third and long. And why would he not keep doing that, right? Yeah, it's been uh, very promising to see how he's been used, uh, averaging almost 70 rushing yards per game over the past four weeks. He might have as much uh, upside as a rusher as anyone not named Lamar Jackson right now. So that's uh, obviously key for his fantasy value. And if you need a tight end, Greg Dulcich might just be a a top eight tight end for me moving forward. Partially, that's a uh, factor of how bad the position is. But Double-digit PPR points in each of his first three career games. You can't argue with that. So really like what we're seeing from him. Uh, Not sure there's any other tight ends you really want to add, but we'll have more on the full episode of Fantasy Football today where you can get more on the top waiver wire options for every position. Make sure you tune into FFT on HQ, CBS Sports HQ at noon tomorrow. And we'll see you next time on Fantasy Football Today in 5. 